Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome, everybody. Hey, Lauren, how's it going? Hey! doing well doing well can't complain cool. too much you know the usual the usual pre-spring right. break madness although uh, this will come out oh during your God, spring yeah. break but you're about it, to launch into a major trip oh man yeah yeah so much packing so <laughs> much thing so much last minute just crazy yeah i think you so, told me you did yeah. 12 loads of laundry over oh the my weekend. god all the laundry i did all the laundry so that we could pack because we're gonna be gone thing. for like 10 days 11 nights or something crazy so like yeah so i'm like for three kids and me and my husband so i was like uh i need all the clothes that's yeah we (laughs) do i even have that much underwear like what's going on here we're planning this trip over the summer and well i'm sure we're going to do an episode where i'll eventually talk more about the summer trip or whatever but like it is by far the longest trip that my family has gone on and Mm -hmm. it's 17 days and I know we'll be able to do laundry at least mm-hmm. once, possibly twice, Okay, maybe. But if we do, it will be at a point where there will still be at least seven days left in the trip. So I uh, need to make sure that we have like 10 days worth of clothes. Yep. Yeah, I, I did not. I packed enough that we do not have to do laundry. Yeah. So that is how I went with this 10 nights thing was i packed right. like 13 shirts for everyone yeah i get it i get just it. in case and shorts and pants and everything oh like goodness. it's an excessive amount of stuff but yeah so there's my husband however was like i'll just do laundry and i was like you do that i don't feel like doing laundry for the kids and me maybe it's because i had just done laundry that i was like right. no yeah i'm I not doing that. that um so <laughs> but yeah so we're there so it'll yeah. be yeah we'll have to talk about some vacation stuff in you know if, a little bit in the future but yeah, yeah we are past a little bit past the craziness of packing everything and now i just have to make sure that i have like carry-ons for the plane to keep children occupied for four hours yeah that is another topic you know maybe we'll do like a a plan a trip prep Uh, episode someday where we don't actually talk about specific vacation we just talk about our preparing for vacation not a horrible idea jotting it down that sounds great all right so let's Drink some beer and talk about some some other things. Yeah, so today we are going to try Low Res Brewing, which is in Pilsen uh, area in Chicago. And the first one we're going to drink is called Damon, but not like the street in Chicago, Damon. (laughs) Damon like demon. And it's a Belgian style golden ale. And it's got Mm -hmm. a demon on it. 
It's called The Beast, the art says, actually. It's an artist out of Berwyn, it looks like, and it says, title, The Beast. So... I see that. Oh, that's hmm. what this dude is, maybe? The I'm, Beast? I guess. The guy, his name is Feds, F-E-D-Z, Berwyn, Chicago-based mixed-media artist. Subject matter re- revolves around one's self-appearance and the human condition. Oh, giving of these course. Giving macabre creatures a playful attitude. They may even be considered cute in a way, except this one, the beast. No, he's pretty cute with his little <laughs> blue he's tongue. Kind of, he's kind of a cute little monster. He looks like oh. a baby demon. <laughs> Aww, he's so he? cute. He's kind of cute. I'm, I, I think he's a little cute. So we're gonna drink. Yeah. We're gonna drink. Let's open uh, this beer yeah, and uh, drink it. it. It's a higher ABV than I expected. Eight point five percent. Yeah, I noticed that when I grabbed it. I uh, I did not see that coming. So let's see if we can tell when we drink it. Yeah, it's kind of nice. It's a golden color. The head is really nice on it. I know. I it's almost nice, thought I was going to make fluffy, a huge accident. Like, <laughs> it's like a fluffy. It's just, it's a very nice looking glass of beer. Yeah, right, well, Belgian, you know. Mm-hmm. got some kick to it yes i do think it's eight and a half percent i am getting that (laughs) you know it's funny because first like hits my lips like first and you know moment i'm like oh it it tastes like a belgian ale tastes like everyone i've ever had and Mm -hmm. and then i was like oh except a lot stronger (laughs) yes there it is it's a bit stronger when you you give it a minute give it a second and you're like oh oh there it is that's kind of how i'm feeling about this one yeah it just had like a little explosion of alcohol there just after the initial taste yeah i like it strong belgium i'm not against it it's strong. strong this is a strong yeah i mean it's very it's definitely belgian style um I know, you know, it's... I mean, it brings memories of when I used to drink like Blue Moon and Stella oh. and like those beer styles. Oh. Yeah. Um, it doesn't taste exactly like those, but it's like. No, no, no. Got it's that got that like classic flavor to it. Yeah. And then after you get that initial flavor, then you get the like, oh, it's got a bunch of alcohol in here. Yes. <laughs> it then it, it kind of smacks you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Which normally I am a fan of. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's tasty. It's got a good strong flavor. I mean it's got a great color. Uh it's you know, and a lot of Belgian style goldens are a little bit more on the stronger alcohol side. But mm-hmm. this definitely to me tastes like definitely got the alcohol finish to it. So, oh, so yeah. a little malt malty on the front end. Mm-hmm. Um and then it finishes a little strong on on the back end to me, but it's a yeah. solid beer. I mean, it's good. So yeah. All right, uh, low res. So yeah, they're in Chicago. They're out of Pilsen, which there's a couple other breweries in that area. Moody Tongue, I think, is right down there too. Okay. Um, but so it, it uh, uh opened in 2016. The brewery did. It started with. Two dudes in a garage. Uh, Dave and Kevin were the, the founders. They met in the late 
90s. They were both working in the tech industry. So low res is kind of like the low resolution, like calm, chill, like okay. less high impact, kind of relaxed uh, type of a, a feel. But they were both working in, in tech and frequenting various Bucktown bars. I guess they had both both worked together. One had hired the other, and the other had hired the other for various projects. One of them worked kind of more in startup. Um, so they'd, you know, been around a bit, and they were enjoying beers together. Um, Dave mm-hmm. was home brewing, and then got Kevin kind of into it. There was an interview with Dave that said he started home brewing because he wanted cheap cheaper beer uh and then eventually hmm. when he got better at it he wanted better beer Um, so it was an evolution of of things he was looking for and then they would you know go to some dive bars get drunk say they should make their own beer sober up and decide (laughs) it wasn't it wasn't the best uh financial decision and eventually they must have convinced themselves that it was so in 2013 they started to really actually think about opening a brewery um kevin went to siebel and then he actually also worked at metropolitan they both volunteered at metropolitan um for a period of time and then um kevin wound up going and doing a in like a six month internship kind of thing at five rabbits as well um So, and then Dave furthered his education with the Siebel certification. And also he's a beer judge, uh, a certified beer judge. So I don't know what goes into that certification, but that's pretty cool. I thought. Um, yes. Sounds so, like something I should look into. Right. I want to be a, it's a BJCP, a beer judge certification program or something like that. So Google. That's interesting. Uh, I wonder yeah, what kind can... of education is required. Right? I'm going to have to check it out. Experience and testing. And I, I was intrigued. I am still intrigued. I, I mean, think I might look into I feel into like that. I'm already a beer judge. So right? like now if we just have to get a certificate, I think I could probably work <laughs> that out. I feel like there'd be uh it's definitely something to look into how's that yeah. uh so anyway so they started thinking about actually opening a brewery in 2013 in 2015 they found a place the place that they're at in pilsen and they wound up uh you know breaking ground it was a an industrial type of a place that had some office stuff in one part of it um it's a 2500 square foot uh facility and they wound up doing most of the rehab work themselves. It's a late 19th century building, so it needed a bit of updating. Um, They opened the brewery doors in 2016 and then wound up opening the tap room in 2017. Um, So it is both kid and dog friendly, if anybody's interested. Um, And yeah, so these names aren't as much. Actually, Damon is. um, But a lot of their, their names of their beers, along with low res in general come from their kind of previous lives in the tech industry and they have a lot of tech related names i would bet that damon is actually relating to tech like um so and the spelling of it would would lead me to believe that as well but there's a bunch of their beers that have kind of that background of where they came from so um yeah so kind of cool i've never never been there uh, so i don't Me even either, know no. if i've actually ever had their beer um but i was like hey this sounds like something that would be worth checking out so why not something different yeah. well you know right. us so. always worth a new brewery right 
Always, always. There's like over 8,000 different ones we could try. So we got to make a dent in it somewhere. <laughs> we're gonna try <laughs> yeah so anyway so that's our that's our background on on low res that we got for you tonight so that we'll was drink awesome. this this damon beer yeah and uh let's let's talk about a topic that for once i am not able to relate to from when i was a child because yeah. I thought about that when I was writing for this topic oh, and realized that call. I don't have any personal experience in this area. So let's ju- let's finally dive into something like that, right? So what could we possibly yeah, be that's talking true. about, I... right, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> well, the moment we say mm-hmm. it, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. And that would be cell phones for our kids. Oh, yeah. man. The most yeah. and least enjoyable decision we get to make as parents at this point, I believe, uh, because they want one and we don't want them to have one. And then we come around and what brings that about, right? <laughs> and that's what we're going to discuss, how we landed on this topic, why yeah. it's important uh, and relevant. <laughs> we are just there my in my household actually the twins just got phones yesterday so this is very appropriate topic we went back and forth on this and what do we do and how do we justify and all these things and yeah you're right i didn't have a cell phone until i went away to college almost maybe a year before that like when i was driving distances uh in my vehicle, I think, uh, and that's when. It, but it was the size of a brick; like you could hurt somebody oh, yeah. with it. So it and was you a weapon. couldn't do anything. Like you could call, and that was like it. So yeah. not exactly the same situation as where we're at now in this world. Um, but yeah, so let's dive into this decision that we've both had to make in the recent past (laughs) yeah let's do it so i started out when we were when we presented this idea um by asking my kids what and i let me say both of my children who are not nine and almost 12 but 11 um Mm -hmm. have cell phones at this point and um when i approached them about this topic earlier today i said what were your arguments for getting a cell phone? What do you remember, you know, saying mm-hmm. were the reasons why you felt like you should get a cell phone? My oldest has a lot more experience with this, and I'll explain why, um, because he did have to kind of advocate a lot more than my youngest. And he was basically like, I wanted to play games with my friends. We were, able, you know, who also had phones. Um, I, I wanted to be able to call my parents to call us um and his cousins who also have cell phones um my younger one you know didn't have any other device at all when the Mm. phone kind of came into being so this was just a way for him to basically play any sort of like tablet related Mm. game because he wasn't he had nothing for a long time um and he also mentioned calling and texting us as an opportunity to you know be able to communicate if there was ever a time where he wasn't with us and that does occasionally happen i'll get into that too Mm -hmm. um and then i started to think well what were the reasons why we decided to give our kids phones and honestly 
the list is pretty similar. Their arguments are pretty good. I wanted them to be able to communicate when we weren't together. I did want them to be able to entertain themselves with it if that was something they wanted to do. I I am at peace with that idea, and I'm realistic. My kids Mm -hmm. are going to play games on a device. It's going to happen. I'm not going to completely eliminate it from our lives. I'm sorry. It's just... No, it's... I totally agree. (laughs) Honestly, like, I took... I took uh, a tablet away from my oldest, like, I don't remember, last weekend for some reason, and my husband was at work, and it was just me and the kids, and I was texting my husband, and I was like, this is more punishment for me than it is for him right now. I'm going to stick with it because he needs to recognize something that's taken away. However, like, I recognize the, you know, the helpfulness and the need maybe not the need but the desire to give them something to entertain themselves on their own too so well, um, sure that wasn't yeah. a driving force necessarily but it definitely it, it it is a fact that that is something that they can entertain themselves with um my son the, my twin boy plays a couple of games that are not tablet related games they are on phones only and he right. would always steal my phone to play his games and again this wasn't the driving force but it's a heck of a lot nicer that he can just use his own phone instead sure. of stealing mine to go play whatever game he's trying to play so sure, sure. <laughs> plus it it's doesn't an clutter added up bonus your phone. here yeah i mean yes. you know not only is yeah. it not bugging you for your phone which i'm the kind of person that doesn't really like to just pass off my phone to mm-hmm. one of my kit like yeah. I've done that and on the mm-hmm. like on the occasions where I've done it I have just been like well what am I going to do now <laughs> like and what happens when I get texts or messages or calls or whatever and they're using my phone and I'm not like so private that I worry about them but no, I do yeah. occasionally get a text or a message of some kind that's a little bit maybe adult sure, a picture or... a meme a thing who knows yeah. you can't control what people send you yeah, yeah. and i don't want to you know put the in their their line of sight you know mm-hmm. so yep no i to- totally get that yeah so that's just an added an added bonus to this so um yeah so obviously your son is the oldest of everybody so he got you know the phone first probably (laughs) yes he did and that was sort of the next way that i the kind of the next subject that i was going to hit on was Mm -hmm. why and when um or why Mm -hmm. now you know why at the time that we gave them the phone did we um and for my older Mm -hmm. son who like i said is now 11 and is in sixth grade Mm-hmm. we our attitude was that we knew we wanted him to get a phone before middle school and one thing mm-hmm. that i have learned since he has gone to middle school is that once in a while he will stay after to go to a club meeting that he did mm-hmm. not previously notify us of uh, because mm-hmm. the school has like an activity bus it's not a big mm-hmm. deal but right. i wouldn't know about it if mm-hmm. he didn't have the ability to communicate with me i mean i suppose he could probably go to the school office and they would call me like that's if he put forth the effort to do know, that right? like the odds of our yeah. children having the thought to be like no. i'm gonna go do that is slim to none it's I almost mean, I'm zero just like yeah. there's almost i mean i suppose he could have asked a teacher to email me that's probably more likely but still let's just like 
But yeah, look at how inconvenient not those good. things are. Yeah, yeah. So as a result, we knew that middle school was going to be the milestone where we would for sure act. Uh, mm-hmm. We landed on Christmas present after turning 10. So okay. he turned 10 in the in June of that particular year. And then in December, he got a cell phone for Christmas. And okay. um, the reason we kind of went that route was because that was what my brother did with his kids and at that point, my youngest nephew would have gotten a phone. So we were sort of behind them a little bit, which I thought was mm-hmm. less harmful to everyone's sure. ego, to I guess. <laughs> if Fair. I were to have given him a phone, I think before my youngest nephew, I think there would have been a little bit of hostility there. Uh, and, gotcha, you know, gotcha. it wasn't really that huge of a deal for us until that point. So it didn't really matter. So mm-hmm. we sort of stayed in line with that. Um, and every, it worked out really well. My older son did advocate really hard for a phone earlier. Mm-hmm. If it had been up to him, he probably would have gotten it the summer after fourth grade. That was when he sometime in fourth grade, he started talking about it. And then mm-hmm. by the time he left school at the end of fourth grade, he was pushing pretty hard Mm -hmm. i will say that because he we had the bad place and he was home Mm. for it wasn't as big of a deal when the kids were home all the time no because when he left school it was third grade and there weren't kids with cell phones so when he when he left it wasn't like everybody gave him their number and he had no way to get in touch with them that wasn't a thing they didn't do that they didn't have that so like when he got yeah. back to school, which for him wasn't until second semester of fourth grade, and even then it was minimal, um, mm. that was really kind of when it started, when he started to talk about possibly getting a phone. And that carried on, you know, for those months, basically, until mm-hmm. it finally happened at Christmas. And he knew it was going to. We we talked about it. It wasn't a complete surprise. Um, sure, sure. And I even did a little setting up mm. of the phone before Christmas where I mm-hmm. even had him look at it um, mm-hmm. because I wanted him to be able to use it kind of right away. And yeah. so that was for him. Now, my youngest, who just mm-hmm. turned nine, got yeah. a cell phone um, probably about a month before his ninth birthday, which is okay. vastly different than my oldest this is not close there's no and honestly when we when we were presented with the opportunity for him to get a cell phone I had a conversation with my older child and was like Mm -hmm. hey do you here's this yeah yeah, I need you to weigh in on this because I don't want you to be like furious with us for the rest of your life I don't want to hear about this right you got he got your something more dinner. than my, like, me before yeah blah 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 yeah, yeah i don't want to be hearing this story for the rest of my life so <laughs> tell me how you feel and he didn't care at all he was just like whatever it doesn't matter i don't care if you want yeah, to give him a phone good. just give him a phone okay so yes he was cool yeah. which is great mm-hmm. and the reason why my younger son got a phone at the time that he did he already used a phone as a tablet so he didn't have but he didn't have cell service so yeah had we had phone. old iphones that the kids the twins both have used 
for a while now, but they were yeah. just on Wi-Fi. So exactly. So yeah. my youngest had that, and basically what happened was when my father passed away, we mm-hmm. had his phone service, and it was prepaid mm-hmm. for a year. Oh, so somebody had, had to use it. <laughs> we just renewed it in like November, right? Of course, and so. Yeah. My brother and I were having a conversation about his actual phone, not his service, but his actual phone. Sure. And it was like a brand spanking new phone, too, of oh. course. And <laughs> um, we were talking about, well, let's give it to one of the kids. And we ended up giving it, I think, to my nephew. I don't remember mm-hmm. one of them sure. um, who had a really old had a really old phone. Um, yeah. And all, and my brother was like, well, if we're going to do that, we can kind of shuffle phones down a little. And it meant that my youngest was going to get a newer phone yeah. than the one that he was using. And I was like, well, maybe we'll take the SIM card from my right. dad's old phone and change the number. Um, yeah. And we just decided to do that. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, let's just change his phone number. And yeah. my little one will take that SIM card. And we'll just use this service that we already paid for. Well, and it's dumb to not use it at all. Like that. I mean, you would have been like, why? It in the, you know, what am I going to do? With this? I'm going to throw it away. Like, right. So just... he kind of just fell into having a phone. <laughs> so that was exactly. But all of that being said, I did have a conversation with my husband and mm-hmm. with the older son to kind of like, hey, I'm not just going to unilaterally decide to do this sure, thing. Sure, sure. Everybody yeah. who normally would be involved in kind of this is going to be involved. Mm-hmm. And my husband was kind of like, well, I don't think that we would be doing this if it weren't for this situation. But it mm-hmm. doesn't mean I'm against it. And, right, right, right. You know, and my older son was just kind of like, I don't care. We can play games together. That's great. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> All like, right. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, sure. Go for it. My youngest... <laughs> When it comes to using the phone in the fashion mm-hmm. that I would like them to use it, which, <laughs> me, you know, which is like calling me and texting me and keeping in touch. My youngest mm-hmm. is excellent at it. He doesn't <laughs> well, have a good. lot of occasions where it comes up, but he does go uh-huh. to this little boy's house down the street. And mm-hmm. it is nice for me to call slash text him mm-hmm. when uh, I need to. To be like, hey, yeah. dinner's in 15 minutes. And he just and comes home in 15 really minutes. It's really nice to not rely on having to contact the parent, other parents oh, yes. at that point. To be like, hey, can you send my kid home? Or we're coming to get him? Or et cetera, right. et cetera. So that's actually really convenient to be able to just contact your own kid. Yes. So we, um, we made a conscious decision to get the twins' phones. We had been talking about it a while Honestly, Uh they didn't really advocate for it as much as we felt like it would be beneficial and a peace of mind to us. So we, when my husband is at work and I have to, for example, like today or on Saturday, on normal Saturday, if he's on shift, my oldest goes to therapy, my daughter goes to voice and my youngest goes to lacrosse and often they overlap so one of them might have to wait 10 minutes till i go pick them up or they may i might be running late because something happened or 55 sucks so if i'm trying to pick up my oldest it might be later than i expect so a lot of this was even stemmed from even last summer last summer i even started thinking about it because my oldest was about 35 minutes away at lacrosse 
for three hours, three days a week. And one time there was a tornado warning and I was nowhere near there. It's outdoors. There's Mm -hmm. no phones. There's no office. There's nowhere to call. And there's like 50 kids. So I'm like, if I needed to be like, where are you? I'm coming, whatever. I had no way to contact him at all. And so like that actually worried me more than him asking because I was like if I'm dropping you off and you're going to be there for three hours and it starts pouring down rain or like I said the tornado sirens are going off like I don't know where you're going to be like maybe another coach takes you and you go somewhere like you know I have no clue so that's what prompted me to really start thinking about it is like our kids are at things for extended periods of time not necessarily right next to the house like they couldn't get home from where they're at you know and even driving it's on the highway 35 minutes away so they like they practice in Linwood some days like I mean it's practically Indiana so that was more of my like okay I need to be able to get a hold of you more so than you even need to be able to get a hold of me and I have no means of doing that right now um so we started thinking about it talking about it our caveat for now was if you get straight A's this year for your birthdays, and so they've both kept up their grades uh-huh. um, thus far through the third quarter, at least. We don't have fourth quarter grades yet, but um, and it's a month before their ninth birthday. But my husband actually, I needed my phone replaced because it was cracked and I couldn't actually hear out of it. So oh. he went and just bought me a new phone one day and brought it home to swap out. And he calls me and he's like, the phones are on sale it will cost us 20 more dollars a month to get each of the kids phones like but that ends friday and i was like okay so it's now where we wait and then we might pay double and i'm like just get them even if we don't give them to them today just just buy them like we know we're going to do this sometime in the next couple of months at this point just get them like right so he bought them and we waited like a week or so to do anything with them and then we sat them down and was like all right you're gonna get them early but you know and then we laid out a whole bunch of rules um and i asked you about how you monitor your son's phone right i asked um uh, our friend megan how she monitors her son's phone you both use the same app so i was like <laughs> all right well i guess this works out that uh, is a comfort uh, to hear <laughs> so and she was like it's great when i know he's ignoring me i can just lock him out of his phone and yep. i was like that actually sounds great yeah <laughs> so yeah. there's some good functions there but that was part of our concern is like life is so much different now than it was when we were kids we never even thought about a phone i texted my brother because we entered a handful of phone numbers into the kids for the twins phones in case they need to get a hold of someone if they want to text their uncle or whatever and so i sent their phone numbers to my brother and he was like whoa (laughs) like that was his only response was like whoa they have phones and my mom said the same thing she's like wow you guys have phones already and i was like it makes sense. Like I'm, I am fine yeah, right? with our decision. I have no problem justifying this. And it's not even 
I will say that I am surprised at the number of third graders that have their yeah. own phones because my daughter was relaying like so-and-so has a so-and-so and this wasn't even their justification they were just like oh yeah this person has a phone and this person has a phone and she like rattles off like 10 people and I'm like that's kind of a lot that have phones but we're jumping on this bandwagon too so I get it um yeah. but it's just surprising because when we were kids, it wasn't even a thing. Like, I had a right. pager in high school, like, but... Yeah, right. That, that was about it. And certainly not in grade school did I have quite literally anything. This was yeah. never even a thought. But nowadays, there are. And there's a lot of scenarios that it makes sense. There's a lot of times, you know, I my kids do do sleepovers at friends' houses. And that's another concern. Like, if you are need me for something, if you don't feel well and you don't want to... You're not comfortable walking around a stranger's house in the middle of the night waking somebody up. Like, you can call me on your own right. without. And, you know, when we were kids, we everybody had house phones. So you could just find a phone, you know, that was sitting in the kitchen or the family room and call home. Yeah, if you right. To. Yeah, that's not a thing anymore. Most nope. most households don't have a house phone. So you can't just go find a phone and, and call your mom, you know. Right. Um. So I think that that was also a factor like we you know we may at some point and and have like ran to the store and then come home and been like don't open the door don't turn on the stove like whatever but again another peace of mind of them having a phone to call if they need something and it's probably like pick up chocolate milk or something but whatever you know if they had to um they seem relatively like indifferent they're excited to have a phone but they seem almost relatively indifferent to it like okay they want to download some games but like it's not really any different than if they would have just had a tablet like they're not and i think part of it is even with their phones that they had that weren't didn't have service they were on wi-fi they were associated with my husband's iphone account so they could text from them it would oh, show right. up on my husband's number like it would show up but they could text their friends from their phone uh, and they did that makes sense. like my friend barb or her, her daughter they would text with her okay um and at some point i had to sit my daughter down and be like okay here's the etiquette of texting you don't do it before 7 a.m. Even if you wake up at 5:30 in the morning. Oh, geez, you right? Don't do it late at night. You don't like if 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 you've texted somebody once or twice and they don't respond, you wait till they respond. You don't keep texting huh. and talk to yourself. You like, better hope she doesn't marry a guy like my husband, though, because <laughs> if I waited for let me just to roll respond. really quick here and show yeah. you the 50 million texts that I've written and the one word to. answer I get every Where? 12 messages. Okay. Yeah. So for now at her age, these are the rules. <laughs> also, I had to go with the, if someone sends you a chain letter, oh, that's yeah. what this is. And it says forward this to 15 people. You do not forward it to anyone. Yeah, please like do I had not to do have that. that conversation with my daughter right? as well because kids will forward her things even on like kids messenger and I'm yeah. like no, I need to cut this off. I know you don't know what this is. 
but you don't send any of this to anyone. Like, and I never thought about having to have these random conversations with my children, but now yes. I'm like finding more and more things. Like, th- as soon as we turn on my son's phone, three like spam phone calls came in. One was yep. like New York, one was, and I said, if it is not in your contacts, you just ignore it or you bring yep. it to me and I'll tell you if it's somebody we know, but otherwise you ignore them. Like, but yeah, I mean, my oldest has had a lot of that and um, yeah. has been a, yeah, has seemed to handle it fine. Like he doesn't yeah. answer or respond to rogue texts or anything yeah. like that. I will say one thing that we have been dealing with that really drives me crazy is that mm-hmm. my oldest does this thing where he puts every call on speaker. Oh, that's obnoxious. <laughs> and he talks to you while holding his phone in his hand in front of him. And and oh. it takes every fiber of my being not to scream because he doesn't, he can't hear you. He still, he can't hear you because he does that. And yes. like, he'll call me. So, so one of the things that we have done is we drop him off at karate. Mm-hmm. We used to stay and sit yeah. outside and I don't do that at all anymore because he has a phone and it's a block from my house. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but what it means is usually he just calls when class is over and he has yeah. to like change and then walks mm-hmm. outside. Yeah. And um, so since it's a minute away, literally, it's literally a minute away. It takes oh, me geez. longer to physically get my shoes on and get in the car that than it takes me to get there. there. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. he'll call me to tell me that karate is over and depending on the weather i will be like go outside or wait till i pull up and i'll call you or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah but because he's in the karate the dojo when he Mm -hmm. calls me he puts there's noise in the background (laughs) he puts me on speaker and he's just like i am like hello and then he goes yeah, class is over. And I go and I say exactly the same thing. This conversation is the same every single time. Okay, I'm on my way. Or I'm already outside. I got here early. I say mm-hmm. one of two things. Okay. Because yeah. those are always the way it is. Yeah. And he goes, What? What? <laughs> What'd you say? What? Karate is over, mommy. Karate mm-hmm. class is over. Are you coming? Are you outside? <laughs> and I'm just like, no (laughs) dude yeah no just no (laughs) it drives me insane and then every time he gets in the car and this is where i channel my best mr rogers because i try Mm -hmm. not to have a freaking meltdown every single time every time he gets in the car he sits down next to me and i go hey when you call me and you're at karate can you not put me on speaker and he goes, oh, well, I can hear you better that way. And I went, no, that's not the problem. It's that you don't put the phone to your ear. See, the top of the phone goes by your ear. And then the bottom goes by your mouth. That's why it's the length that it is. So it fits in your face area. And he's just like, oh, you don't want me to put you on speaker because... I can't hear you. And I was like, you can't hear me. And he goes, I can hear you. And I go, well, then why do you keep shouting what at me? (laughs) And he was like, because I wasn't listening. (laughs) Why did you call me? Why did you call me? 
if you didn't want me to say anything. Why are we doing just text? Oh, done. Yeah, also that. Yeah. Just text me. Karate's done. Okay. This is why people don't like to talk on the phone. That's actually a prime example of why people don't like to talk on the phone. I will say that up until I got a new phone, I had to put it on speaker because I couldn't hear out of it because it was broke. So I had to put it on speaker all the time or I just ignored things and was like, just text me. I can't yeah. hear you. That's now so I can hear from my phone. So that works. But That's amazing. Yeah. I don't think the twins have even called anyone on their phones yet. Like they yeah, texted I don't a know. couple of people. Um, They texted like their, our, my Barb's daughter, our friend's daughter, they texted and I think my daughter has a couple of friends that have phones, but I'm limiting the friends phones because I, I just, we'll see. We'll see if there's yeah. a reason for them to be able to text yeah, their fair. friends. This you know, I will say <laughs> one thing that I like, as if someone was like actually looking for advice about getting their kid a phone, one thing that I would say is, you mentioned like putting in numbers for like friends and family yeah. and stuff like that. One thing I did do once we gave the kids the phone mm-hmm. is I said, okay, I put some contacts in your phone. I put grandma and papa yep. and your dad and me and your cousins. And I was like, and then I said, and I put Tori, who's my brother mm-hmm. in your phone and Linda, who is a friend of mine that lives in my in Bolingbrook in the same town as us and I said there are a couple of adults in here that are in here for you to call if you can't get a hold of me or your dad yep and and I prioritized them I said the first person that you should probably call if something is wrong or you can't get a hold of me and your dad is Tori because Tori Mm -hmm. is one of those people that always answers his phone Mm. and doesn't live far away and he will immediately yeah. drop what he is doing and come get you if there's mm-hmm. if that were to yeah, be necessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and then you can call Linda. And those are interchangeable. You could try one and then the other. I, sure. I'm pretty comfortable with both. And they both know this, mm-hmm. that they are that person. And yeah. we established that with both of our kids. And we established that with people that they, we put in their phones. And we were mm-hmm. like, listen, if if he ever calls you, it's probably because he needs he really needs Something. you to answer. He can't get a hold of it. Yeah. And it might not be an emergency, but he right. might need you to answer to be helpful in some way. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's and totally fair. So we kind of tried to establish that as sort of a next level of defense. Should you not mm-hmm. be able to get a hold of me? Or if yeah. something happened to me, you know, I'm home alone with my kids a lot. Yeah. And same. if mm-hmm. something were to happen, if I've, god forbid fell down the stairs and knocked myself out which i am right. very capable of <laughs> i am very clumsy i want but them to be able, be to, able call to call someone and know someone. who to call yes agreed. yeah sure my kids are will mm-hmm. would hypothetically call 911 if i was actually in danger but yes, they yes. but they would know that they also should call you know my brother somebody yep. or my friend mm-hmm. so that yeah hypothetically if the if you know, the mm-hmm. fire department shows up. They're not by uh, themselves then. They're yeah, not just they're alone in the there. house. My yeah, brother we, uh, would show up yeah. briefly after. <laughs> yeah. Ideally. We we put 
honestly, there's mostly right now adults because my kids don't have cousins, like right. actual blood related cousins. So we have my parents who would be like we've said are their first people they call because first of all, they're both retired. My mom answers her phone all the time and they're six minutes from our house. So that's that would be the yeah. first person to call would would be grandma because she's most likely to answer and is probably around. So, right. um, but we also put my godparents in there um, who are not super close, but they could, you know, swing by um, uh-huh. my husband's parents are in there. I would say we, we didn't say that they were the next people necessarily. We should probably say like when, like what, order of priority to call they know to call my mom first like yeah, that would be or good. like whichever one of us is home or not home like my numbers in there my husband's numbers in there sure. um, my brother's numbers in there but they will he's not close and half the time isn't in the state of illinois so right. um that wouldn't be someone to go go to but also um my friend Barb and our friend Megan are in there as mm-hmm. well because they're both relatively close in proximity often home um you know hopefully they wouldn't would be farther down the list of people to call but if they needed to yeah uh, you know we told them they are in there for that so and then you know they have a couple of friends in there but that's about it as Mm -hmm. of right now so this isn't really for for now to play with or to talk to their friends nearly as much as it is for us to be able to get a hold of them I'm sure as they get older, that will change. You know, my son, one of his best friends, older brother, is um, in fifth grade. And he and all of his friends have cell phones. Like sure. by the time. But also middle school for us starts in fifth grade. Oh, so yeah. that's when their electives start. That's when a lot of their clubs start. That's when they go to a completely different school is fifth and sixth grade. So um, a lot of kids in our area at least wind up with phones around that age too. So I'm sure they'll have more friends with phones as they get a little bit older. But for us now it's more for me to be comforted with being able to get a hold of them. And we set ground rules. Like, first of all, you need to keep your grades up or your phone gets taken away. Like immediately. Sure. That's just, if we, if you're not trying, then you don't, you don't get it. You know, if you don't stick with what we've told you and do your chores, or if we find out you're lying to us or about anything, like, your, the first form of punishment at this point now is you don't get your phone anymore. And yeah. I'm not entirely sure if that's going to even work because I'm not sure how much they care about the phone. That's so we'll evaluate point. that as time goes on. But they definitely only get it if they keep up with the rules. Now, I did ask a variety of people, like, how do you monitor it? How do you, you know, track what they're doing or things like that? And, it, it you know, we do generally trust our kids um they are not allowed to watch youtube even at home we don't have it on their phones we took that as an app that they aren't allowed to to use Mm -hmm. um they can't download anything without my approval so it's not like they can even download anything really and my husband specified like these are our phones we're letting you use them but we can look at them anytime and everything is tracked like um, and we can lock it at any time. Honestly, one of the things that we really wanted was the location that they can't turn off. And there's a lot of apps that they don't have that as a lock. So, mm-hmm. with you know, 
the the Google Family Link or whatever, like they can't turn location off, so you can right. see where they're at at all times. And that was something that was important to to us to be able to say where where are you or where is the right. phone for that matter. Um, yeah. Also, if they I, lose it, it doesn't get yeah. replaced. <laughs> so I had to use location on uh, Family Link to discover that my son left his phone on Thunder Mountain Railroad at the Magic Kingdom at Disney World. <laughs> so fortunately, <laughs> everything has a purpose. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the best part was when I walked up the exit of the ride and was like, my son left his phone. They said, was it an iPhone or an Android phone? And I said, Android phone. And they were <laughs> like, in the walkie-talkie, they were like, bring the box of Android phones. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like... Oh my gosh. And then they were like, what color is the case? And it was my old phone. So I know exactly what it looks like. And I was like, it's purple and black. And they were like, this is your phone. And they had a box. (laughs) Not like a big box, like a shoe box. Sure. Can't imagine what the iPhone box must have looked like. It probably was like a palette. But I was just like, bring the iphone box or bring the android box and i was just like oh my goodness i can only imagine how many phones get lost at disney on a daily basis oh my gosh gosh. that's yeah yeah i would love to know that number (laughs) but yeah so that that was important to to us Mm -hmm. my husband i feel like is taking this a little bit like more not seriously but like worried about it more than i am i'm like it's a phone they already have access to our computers they have access to their tablets you know they have access to the internet on everything that they do like we have more control over their phones than we do anything else like we have two computers that they could just use like we don't monitor that you know i don't look at the history on my browser on our laptop technically they could use that without me even knowing so you know i it's funny because like you asked me about family link which is what i use to monitor Mm -hmm. and like i have turned so many of the things off like over the time that my son uh, mostly my oldest i'm gonna just say him mostly because the youngest uh, we don't even have time limits started on our phones like we never even set them up because i was like i'm not I'm just gonna have to turn this off yeah like so i'm not even gonna bother yeah well and i used so. to have all of that like it used to be yeah. like oh you can only use this for an hour and you can only use that for an hour and yeah you can only i didn't use this even for... i didn't even and, bother with it <laughs> right well and the worst part would be like okay so let's say hypothetically you only want your kid to play games on the phone two hours a day well, what sure. if they want to play the same game for two hours but you have it set up as an hour for this and an hour for that but they right. don't want to play the other yeah then i it's gotta turn it a off hassle to me or and then my time. husband yeah, my husband was like, well, we should, they don't, there's no reason for them to be on their phone after like nine o'clock at night. And I was like, that is not true because what if they're with a babysitter and we're not home and they need to be able to call out or they need to be able to do something? There's a totally valid reason for them sometimes to be able to I, use their phone after I will 9 p.m. Say, <laughs> I will say, however, you can set like your number Certain to be numbers. the emergency call number. Yeah. So they can bypass that because my oldest mm-hmm. son does have a time where his phone locks him out yeah. at night and then back on in the morning. And um, has he has called me because my kids used to do this thing when I would go out 
where they would call me at like nine o'clock to ask me when I was going to be home (laughs) without fail. (laughs) And it wouldn't matter if I had just left the house. It would be like, are you going to be back? And I would be like, uh, I just got to where I was going. (laughs) So late, late. The answer is late. And they'd be like, what kind of late? Like, like 10? (laughs) No, no. (laughs) It's going to, I would have to leave right now to be home by 10. So no. so no. Stop yeah. calling me. Yeah, our kids, our phones <laughs> are set up to not be able to use after during the week, Monday through Friday after nine p.m. Yeah, or before six a.m. Yeah, so kids wake up at the crack of freaking dawn. Um, but I did not set that for the weekends. Yeah, so ours are basically like, set. Eh. That's really kind of the yeah. only restriction I have left on there is that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um. There was a time where I had it so that they wouldn't unlock until um, my son would leave for school because I oh. didn't want him playing games in the morning before school. Gotcha. Uh, and I I have weakened. I have since weakened on that. Dude, um, our kids wake up like two hours before yeah, they leave I know. for school. Me too. I'm like, I'm not going to entertain you. Like, feed yourself no, I don't want you to. Dressed, I don't want you to bug me whatever. either. Yeah, well, I so I wake up at my alarm goes off at five forty-five every morning, and my oldest gets on the bus at seven fifteen. But in between there, I have to I start working at like between six thirty and six forty-five. So yeah. I come downstairs to work. So like the kids feed themselves because yeah. like I'm sorry guys like if you need me, come downstairs. But like but I have and I can't. Be I have like... breakfast for my oldest on the table at six thirty in the morning. And then I come down and I start working. So if they yeah. want to be on their phone at six o'clock playing a game, I don't care. Like that is not right. something. Well, I'm that was worry basically about. the yeah. attitude that I had about it. Eventually, I was like, if you start running late, you miss the bus, you whatever, well, then, then we take your... this away. Yes, agreed. Yeah, but they it, have it, a lack to set a timer for them, an alarm when the bus. Yeah, is my gonna... son does too. <laughs> he has timer. Own, he has alarms timers. on the phone, so he has like yeah. a wake up alarm and then uh, a leave the house alarm, gotcha. just in case. Yeah, uh, you know yeah. he doesn't wake up, which I don't know that he's ever not awake already. But um, they have alarm yeah. clock. So we other thing, and then let's drink this next beer. We yeah. actually told them that their phones charge downstairs in the kitchen. They oh, don't even okay. have their phones in their rooms. So okay. when they go to bed, there's no temptation for them to use them because they're downstairs. Right. So if they get up at six and they want to come down and they come down anyways to eat or whatever, then they can grab them. But otherwise, sure. they're they're downstairs and they have had alarm clocks for a while, like just regular old alarm clocks. Like my son uses my husband's from when he was a kid. This oh, alarm yeah. clock got to be is like, it like that brown one with yep. the grates on yep. top. It's exactly what one. it is. Yeah, so clock. like that's the alarm clock my son uses still to this day. He's that's still fantastic. Using that that's such great news. Oh, you know, yeah. my kids do have alarm clocks in their rooms. My youngest does not keep his phone in his room, even if he wanted. He doesn't. I mean, he chooses yeah. not to. We yeah. didn't really regulate that. My oldest does because he uses it as an alarm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hadn't really thought about it. He does have an alarm clock. My son's alarm clock, first of all, his room shares a wall with my room. His alarm mm. clock is so loud oh. and so obnoxious. And he's so bad at like setting it and not and setting it. it off. And like, yeah. I just, I can't 
bear the thought <laughs> of his alarm clock waking me up at seven on a Saturday morning. I just Ooh. can't bear it. Yeah. And it would be unless I remember turn it off. To yeah. Turn it off. It would go off at seven on Saturday mornings, and I would just not. I can't <laughs> not handle, that. handle that. It, the yeah. emotional weight of that is too much for me. <laughs> well, I fair. have to be able to sleep in. No one, my kids have finally reached the point where no one bothers me on Saturday morning. I can just uh, sleep. That's nice. And I can't lose that. I cannot have no, that taken away fair. from me. Not even once. <laughs> yeah, and I get so it. That's totally fair. We do the phone alarm because phones are smart and you can pick mm-hmm. the days of the week that it wakes you mm-hmm. up. And I just like, yeah, it's no, fine. that's that's fine. Our kids are pretty good about about not they. So with the 50-year-old alarm clock, you have to just turn it on and off every day. Yeah. So, yeah. And he's actually really good about that, and it works, and that's what they're used to. So we're just sticking yeah, with that for now. I think with some now. training, that would would have worked with my son. Yeah, now it's just, too late because we've already done the phone now. thing, and I'm not going to oh, yeah, mess yeah. with that. But, like, no, yeah. and I know my youngest, like, if I started setting his alarm, he mm-hmm. would get there. He would ha- be able to develop that sure. routine really yep. easily, I mm-hmm. think, because he's good at stuff like that. But um, yeah. my oldest, um, it would take him a year to get Don't into you? the habit. Yeah. It take it. Dude doesn't Just even shower every doesn't. day without being yelled at. I mean, there's Dude, no way. That is, we need hy- a hygiene conversation too at some point because, like, I have to remind the kids. To do freaking everything. And I'm like, don't you just oh want gosh, like right? all right, different conversation. Anyways, yeah, let's, let's drink, drink another beer. <laughs> yeah, because we've been talking about I didn't even know that this topic was really gonna go on for very long. And we totally like <laughs> yeah, we're had like, a lot to here. say. But yeah, but to be fair, phone cell phones for kids is a really big deal. So that it is sense. now. Yeah. This yeah. is a this is a this is a very common conversation from what yeah. I've gathered amongst many of my friends. This is a very foamy beer. Yeah, I did. Um, I'm going to make a huge mess. No, I <laughs> almost made a huge mess hmm. with this. Uh, All right, we're a... drinking Knockout. Is that what this is called? Tart uh, yes. Saison Ale with Apricots. Yep, you got it. You There's got a it. weird thing. It's like a monster in a costume. That was what I was gonna say. Is he wearing like a frog costume or something? And he is like something else. There's like the top is like a tentacle almost. That like pink and black thing. I don't know what that is. I I don't know what's going on here. All right, what is this? This is weird. (laughs) Artist exploring the interaction of innocence and evil. Okay, nice. Subconscious (laughs) memories and fairy tales. Applying the aesthetics of sweets, subconscious memories, and fairy, yeah. t- fairy tales to disturbing characters. This guy's name is El Nino, El Nino Luchador. Creature of one creature of many that the artist has created to blend the dark and twisted with dreamlike bright colors and costumes. Hmm. I mean, it's not a wrong depiction. I just have no idea what this character is. All right, yeah, let's drink. I guess. Tart Saison. I get the tart. I get tart too. Lots I don't of tart. get um apricot. I'm not getting apricot not so much. Ton. No. 
Maybe a little, but I don't think I would have differentiated apricot versus just some sort of, like, generic fruit flavor with this. Like... Yeah, I mean, I guess, I don't know, I think I could mistake this for, yeah, other fruit and not realize it, you know what I I mean? will say apricot is a more earthy fruit compared yeah. to and some I other Yeah, and I do get that, I thing. do get that. However, I could say this is mango or guava or something that's not overly Yeah, mango, I could see sweet. mistaking this for mango for I sure. I could very much see mistaking this for something that's you know, obviously it's not an orange or tangerine, but I could mistake this easily for a different fruit outside of just apricot. Yeah. It's not it's not bad. I just don't the 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 fact that apricot is in the like in the description, uh, you know, on the can, I'm not getting a overwhelming right. flavor of apricot, but yeah. it's definitely got a tartness to it. Oh yeah. But I do think perhaps that is in part because of the apricot flavor so could be i guess yeah. i'm getting more of it as we go on with it here a little bit yeah but that was yeah. good low res was fun and this conversation yeah. was very <laughs> thorough <laughs> yes very much very much top of mind for us yes, at the moment or totally. at least for me at the moment so this was great yeah low res was yeah. good so i uh i'm happy with our our beers and our conversation this evening yeah we will catch you guys next time yeah bye Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all. 